Welcome back to Two Black Runners, presented by The Runner Report, back on another podcast, another Two Black Tuesday. And I know, like, we, we wanted to bring a podcast every single week. We were going to have a fire interview for you. Like, I'm telling you, it was going to be fire. Ran to some technical, go. Difficult, ran to some technical difficulties. But basically, we really want to make this podcast anyway, so I feel like everything happens for a reason. And that was really because of Ahmaud Aubrey and that sad passing. Well, the passing happened about two months ago, but the video that came out and this just shocking details on everything as people, his dad described it as a lynching. And just seeing that of a black man who was jogging at the time and then us being two black runners. And before we get into more of this, I forgot to introduce the dude that I'm always with, the brother from the same mother, Aaron Potts, bro. Aaron, like, how, how you going? I saw, I started off a little bit morbid. I know I started off a little morbid, but like, how you doing real quick? Hey, all respects. R.I.P. Ahmed Aubrey, but you know what I got to say? It's two black Tuesday. Yeah, it's Two Black Tuesday. We're glad you guys are back, bro. Glad you guys are back. Like, make sure if, if you haven't already, rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes, sir. Leave a review, anything like that, bro. Anything like that. But let's 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 dive into this real quick and really dissect. And first off, let's just talk about like why did why did it feel like so? Because before we even did this podcast, Aaron wanted to do Instagram Live right right when this video dropped out. And like wanted to talk about Ahmad Arbery, and just because I think our title speaks for itself, we're two black runners. Yeah. But talk about it a little bit more. I mean, Ahmed Arbery, it, it's very relevant to me and Joshua. Um, we're two black runners, obviously. Um, Ahmed Arbery was 25 years old and out for a jog in a predominantly white neighborhood. I'm 25 years old and I go out on a run in a predominantly white neighborhood every single day so it's very relevant to me um i'm sure i have friends and family you know that they're not used to seeing those kind of things so it's kind of scary for them but i have to be honest with everyone here um i feel like it got big on friday right yeah yeah it got big on friday lebron posted it but i initially saw it on a thursday like right when i got off work i saw I saw this this guy, my, my homie, he always posts activist things, and he posted this on his page, and it, it was like graphic content, and I clicked it, and I saw it, and I didn't even flinch. Wow. I, I didn't even flinch. I feel like that's almost the worst part, bro. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, like, that that's that's crazy that the, to watch that and to not flinch. Yeah. And then, like, be Was a surprise. so desensitized and yep. seen so many different killings across the years that like this is it's almost a normal day to some people at this point. I mean, and if you guys really, you, if y'all really about uh, two black runners and you you followed us from the beginning, I mean, this still is the beginning. On our first podcast, Joshua mentioned briefly how as two black runners, oh yeah, that we we catch we catch flag for it. We didn't dive deep into it, um, but Joshua mentioned that. So like for us, uh, this is something we. I mean, we live with every day, and whenever I see something like this, I immediately think of my mom, because she sees this 25-year-old man on a, on a jog and a run, on a, on a jog in a predominantly white neighborhood, and who do you think is the first person she thinks about? I mean, she probably thinks about her, her four boys, and yeah. one of them is 
25 years old and one of them was actually in Georgia. Um, I was in Georgia for the Olympic trials in February, actually, uh, like around like February, like 27th to be to be accurate. So, yeah, I mean, the reality is, I mean, that could happen to me. That could happen to Joshua. And I mean, it's just a crazy world we live in, you know, but it's a crazy world we lived in. But at the same time, I ain't even surprised it happened. Yeah, it's really sad that like this happens every it, it feels like it happens all the time and it's really crazy that it just keeps on and keeps on happening but first off like my initial reaction when i seen this too was i was on instagram just like you i saw like the danger warning somebody put on their story and i'm just wondering like like what, what's going on then i see like the video and i'm just like oh, oh my god like i just seen this dude jogging real quick and then my first initial thought was like, "Wait, who's rec who's recording this? <laughs> who's like, why is why is this being recorded right now?" And then and then I started like looking, going on like Twitter. Then I seen like LeBron put it on there and stuff like that. And then the describe the description of it being a lynching. And then the the way of seeing that and the number one thing of the word jogging. That's what really like got me and made my like stomach sink. Yeah. Because what's crazy, what's crazy, a lot of people don't know this, I feel like, but I was running one day at four four miles from my house. What that was three miles from his house. I was four miles from my house and I was running with my team, my junior year of high school. I'm pretty this was on my birthday too, my junior year on my birthday i was running with my team you know when you're running you kind of start feeling yourself a little bit yeah, yeah, we're, going, yeah, yeah. we're going to the downhill i gapped everybody probably about like 50 meters and we're running and then i, I was just doing my thing and then this weird black, flex but okay <laughs> it happens it happens this black like pickup truck is is like zooming right behind us coming down this hill as we're running down the hill i'm 50 meters away from the rest of my team rest of my team most of my team is uh mexican and uh there's probably like three white people in the t in that pack as well but i'm the only black dude that's in the front of that pack and as that black pickup truck runs past me they throw uh like a half they throw a water bottle at me basically like a water bottle still has water in it and they miss me like by inches and i have one of my friends like dart after the car but i'm just all like to me at that time it was funny i was like that's absurd like these people really are trying to do this like it's it's crazy but then now to think about it, it's all like it's low it's scary too and it's yeah. it's scary and it's crazy that people will go to that certain certain of a length of somebody just jogging to like try and disrupt them and then also it's it's also just scary because like they could have easily had a shotgun like that with like the mcmichaels yeah and i think what it is like how you say it it's funny and like how i said i didn't flinch the first time i watched the video it's because we we live with this like this is not new to us and that's one way you can compartmentalize and deal with things because like some stuff is just like so ridiculous yeah like we're not saying like what he did like he's funny for doing that we're saying like it's so ridiculous it's funny like a scene to me like i'll be watching uh remember the titans and on remember the titans uh the the coach the coach right before he plays Denzel he's like yeah we about to go beat this monkey mm -hmm. and the, on remember the Titans they they win that game and Denzel after the game he throws this dude a banana yeah yeah that yeah. scene is hilarious <laughs> to me but really it's messed up yeah but like Denzel 
did what you did with the water bottle thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. He knew he was just like, this dude is so ridiculous. And it's I think like black people are amazing in that way. Like we have survived so much and have dealt with so trauma so much like trauma. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's just we we have to like carpenter car, comp- um, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I messed up that word. It. Yeah, but like even too, like I feel like that just happens on my team too. Yeah, like I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like we'll be we'll be running on cross country runs, bro, and like the cops will be coming around, and then like me and my friends be like, bro, you gotta hide me, you gotta hide me. Like you never know what's gonna happen. But like it's crazy that we even have to like make those type of jokes. But in reality, seeing something like this, like it's low key could it could happen it ain't a joke it really it, it really isn't it's not that big of a joke anymore and i mean i've had my my uh run-ins like not just on a run but just generally in life with cops and people saying things but it's all it's not always like even something that i mean some people would think is that serious as like a as a shotgun you know like I've been called names on runs before. Um, shout out Nor- in Norco for sure, where you got that water bottle thrown at you. But it's even little things like people in the middle of runs stopping you mm-hmm. and being like, what tribe you from? You know, like stuff like that. Like, bro, like, I mean, it sounds kind of funny, but it's honestly, it's harassment yeah. at the end of the day. And to us, like, it's just the reality and the world we live in, but seeing this Ahmed Aubrey thing, you know, it's just like, it just made me think about what Joshua said on the first podcast about catching that scrutiny and that flag, because people don't really like notice it or recognize it, but there's something, there's something there that is very uh, strange and weird in our society, bro. Yeah, like definitely just like, I feel like I haven't I haven't been on a lot of runs where I've been like afraid of another person, I would say. But like to to know that that fear could like definitely come in. Like I had another friend on my team that same now the year after me, he was running by himself at the time in the same city, four miles from my house, and he got a milkshake thrown at him, running by himself. Black a black dude. Bro, as something well. like that happened to Tyler too. Yeah, that's that's great. Like that would be like ter- that would be low key like terrifying. Just thought like what what's what's going on, and I couldn't imagine like the fear that how would this man's stomach dropped once he like turned the corner in that video. I'm pretty sure you guys all seen it, and just like what was what was going through his mind at that time. Bro. But how do you so how do you feel about? I mean, Allison uh, Desir came out and she went at Runner's World because Runner's World they talk a lot about runner safety. Uh, for women and others and initially they weren't really they, initially they weren't on top of it and she wrote a letter to runners world which led to a publication and you we've seen like more and more running communities start to come out and like stand up or like trying to raise that awareness like the run with Ahmad that 2.23 it's crazy to see that in the running community because so many people want to stay away from this Mm because it's a i mean i don't know why it's a sensitive issue it's someone getting killed like (laughs) i mean like that's wrong you know to to mean to us but it's a sensitive it's a sensitive topic to some people so like it was good to see the running community kind of like rally together like that and take a stance yeah i really like how i'm not it would have definitely been nice to see like the running community really like 
piggyback and jump on it like real quickly but i really feel like it's even it's it's even more fitting i feel like it made it even a bigger stand to have someone like as Allison Desir like come out and say that you don't know she's like like a running influencer she, on her page she's an activist she's a motivational speaker she's a health coach a mental health coach and everything like that and she's doing her thing but like I really feel like like you said like the running community didn't jump on this but when you look on like like when I don't know the exact name but I want to say like four years ago three years ago the girl that was a tracker I think she was a heptathlete for Utah when she got like when she got like abused and she got killed like the running community was on that like immediately and then to see even like the little bit of slack on this i think it was like upsetting to her and just seeing like we're not it's it's just sometimes it, it just needs to be brought more higher attention to this and stuff like that so i i'm really i'm happy oh, i'm happy that everybody has been able to really like rally around Ahmaud Aubrey and what was it last uh Saturday it was I run with Ahmad, which is really good as well yeah no that was awesome to see but yeah you touched on something that yeah I didn't even like think about it how they were kind of late when other people have died and they've been on it so much because like I feel like I mean on my timeline like who is the first athlete you saw first athlete you saw post about this king james and that's kind of disappointing to me mm. as a track and field athlete um as a 25 year old like runner like i mean you would hope that we had someone we had someone in our community our running community that that, that would have been like kind of on top of it like a leader like lebron james but yeah. i mean i don't know we don't really have that in usa track and field but I mean, props out to LeBron, but yeah, I think it would have been awesome if like I don't want to I don't want to put no one's name out there because I'm not trying to roast, but I think yeah. it would have been awesome if we would have had a top distance athlete or just a top track athlete in general be the one to like really spearhead this. But shout out to Allison, bro. Yeah, like really getting the it really done. The, the stand up, the stand up, and trying it's gonna really try and change some things around. But let me backtrack real quick. I didn't. I don't if you guys like uh misread like what I was trying to say. I'm not trying to compare what what's compare that the death of that Utah track and field runner and ha what happened to her and try and compare like one's worse than the other anything like that. But they're just the attention around it wasn't just as immediate and for the running community and I think that's just something for the running community to be better on because I think Runners World even came out in a post and they were saying that they did need to be better on it and they did slack on it a little bit like that yeah. and so that just challenges the whole entire running I mean, community to be more aware of situations like these I'm not trying to compare I don't know if this is going to be too much to say but I just looked up this Utah thing and it don't look good bro I mean because the Utah thing it looks like I, what I'm looking at right here is I mean a, it's really tragic. I'm not even gonna a really tragic accident of killed killed woman mm -hmm. and by a, by a man. And I mean the optics just don't look right. Yeah, because you got a uh, a really innocent white girl get killed by a black man and it's front page news. You know. Yeah. And then you got this black dude accused of robbing getting killed by a. Uh, to like former police officer white boys. So I'm like, the optics just don't look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just don't look good. 
And then I think if we were to go deeper, like, I'm sorry, if we were to go deeper, too, I feel like it's too because when, when things happen like that, I feel like uh, we've kind of, when we see, like, that happening, like, seeing, like, they said lynching, bro. They said lynching. And we see those strong over words. And you see, like, you can, and you see the video, you start to thinking, like, bro, there has to be a reason why they did this. Yep. So you're really trying to wait for facts to come out and be all like, wait, so was this man a criminal? Let's see how they shaped him to be the a The real question is, and we're though, just, They just want more evidence to see if it's valuable of why they did this. And I feel like it's kind of wrong because, like, I feel like it's kind of obvious that, like, I don't, I don't think... I think he was innocent, but, like, we still need all the facts, but... The real question is why do why do we assume that why do we assume that he's wrong? Why do we assume that he's in the wrong? Why do we assume that the person being killed by two people that aren't in cop uniforms? Why do we assume that he is the burglar? You know? Yeah. Why do we why do we assume that? I don't that's, know. That's the real question. When he's in bright daylight, bright daylight. <laughs> what was like two p.m. Running just in some basketball shorts and a white t-shirt, and we got two people with shotguns, and you got another dude in the car blocking them off. I all I'm saying is re- reverse the races in that situation, bro. That's all I'm saying. And y'all gonna be, y'all would not think, nobody, I'm not saying, I'm not gonna say y'all, but nobody would think, if it was switched around, nobody would think that that white boy did something wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all, but that's the truth. Yeah, it would really be it would really be something, bro. It would it would really be something. But yeah, I'm glad how the the running community react to this, and I think this is uh also just good awareness too for any like black runners out there that like we do gotta be on our we do gotta be on our uh cues and p's, you know, every single time we go out there on a run by ourselves and just be aware. But just for anybody out there running by yourself, like at that time, like you. You gotta just be safe and just try and yes, anything can happen, but try and be as safe as you possibly can. And I want to say this too, because I think we're almost done. Like you said, I mean, we're really we're really going hard on on the black thing, but in all reality, the reason why this is a big deal to us is because not just because it's a black man, because like a human, a human just got killed for no reason. And if and if we if we can if we let somebody just get killed for no reason when they on a run. That can happen to anyone, black, white, yellow, women, man, female, trans, like that can happen to anybody, bro, if you just let that stuff go. Mm-hmm. So it has to be spoken on. Yeah, and it, and it definitely it really just struck a chord with us. And like we said, like our title is literally two black runners. So I feel like it's definitely something that we had to touch on. Like this can't be like I was gonna say this. I want I want to start off like this when I was thinking about this, like Bro, there's three things that define my life. Every single day that I wake up, there's three things that I don't stray away from every single day and like I can't lie about. One of those things is that I'm a Christian. That's gonna be stick with me every single day, everywhere I walk with, like that's that's what I am. Other thing is that I'm I'm a runner. I'm a runner. I've been running since I was five years old. I run basically every single day, seven days a week. I'm doing some type of activity to get me better in running. The number three is that I'm black. I literally cannot wash this off. So this has to be talked on this podcast because there's two of the three things that I identify every single day are one of the is one of the main reasons why Ahmaud Aubrey died, and that could very well happen to me. So it's it's really it's really crazy out in these streets, and be careful, guys. Yeah, and hey, I know this was a serious serious podcast today, but I just want to before we go, I just gotta say one thing. It's Two Black Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in, bro, on this podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, anything like that. And make sure to share this with somebody. I feel like this was a powerful podcast that anybody could listen to, and uh, I think it will help some people out. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And don't forget to wash your hands. <laughs> Catch us back on next Tuesday for another Two Black Runners podcast. And have a great Two Black Tuesday. Let's get it.